hi, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, Why Are You Sober? I'm Sam, the host and a sober addict, and as always, I'm really glad that everybody's here. So Why Are You Sober is a podcast where uh, sober addicts can come on to share their stories about w- about their addiction, where they've been, where it brought them, how they got sober, and then why they continue to stay sober today. If you are a sober addict and would like to come on and tell your story, I would love that. As um, I was just reminded of this week, there's a wonderful quote by Brene Brown that basically says, once we tell our story... We don't know whose survival guide that story is going to become. So I encourage you to come on and tell your story because you never know who's out there listening and who's will be blessed by what you have to say. Uh, And if you are maybe somebody who is struggling, maybe somebody who's out there and really questioning if they want to get sober or what it's all about, um, I would love for you to contact me. You can get in touch with me at my website, which is whyareyousober.org, or you can uh, email me at sam at whyareyousober.org. Um, so yeah, so uh, last week, uh, we had my wonderful friend Katie on, and she is just a light, uh, and it's been such a fun delight to have in my life. Um, and as I said, her story is pretty unique. You know, she didn't get uh, sober the typical way. And as we always say, there's not one road to sobriety. There are many roads and there are many ways of doing it. And getting a counselor, having a sober coach is definitely a great way to do it. You know, AA was great for me, but uh, group meetings and stuff like that is not for everybody. And I recognize that. So I really enjoyed that Katie came on and shared her story. And I just felt very honored that she did that with me. So this week, we have my friend Allison on uh, to tell her story. Allison and I go back to my very first meeting. And she was one of the first people that uh, became a dear friend of mine from that meeting house and from those groups. So I'm really excited and really blessed and pleased that she came on to do this. Um, So yeah, so let's just go to the serenity prayer. Good and gracious friend, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Well, thank you for doing this. How are you? Of course. I'm doing pretty well. Um, Dealing with my toddler, of course, but she's... (laughs) She's amazing. She's very smart. And I know that every parent says that, but mm-hmm. she truly is. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's hard, but it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, other than that, working at home. Um, yeah, you still so, get to do that? Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, um, my team actually um, was merged into one from Ohio. So I don't have to work in an office again for the foreseeable future. <laughs> That's incredible. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, so basically what I've been telling everybody is that I'm going to be um, looking to start this in January. And so okay. I'm basically building up a library of interviews that I can start um, putting out there. And, um, you know, I'm just looking to like, get a collection of different addict stories that we can have out there for people to reference or get some experience, strength and hope from. So I love it. I'm so proud of you for doing this. Very happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you. And thank you for being a part of it. I'm really, 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 really glad that you're here. Um, So 
Allison, if you could start with, what is your addiction? Uh, my addiction is to alcohol. And when do you feel like that started in your life? Oh, when did it start? Um, I was never a drinker in high school. I specifically remember one party where I had alcohol and drank just like a teenage girl would, you know, like Malibu coconut rum and like smear off ice or something. Yeah. Um, of course got sick and I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Um, then I went to college and of course did that again. Um, we started attending parties, uh, freshman year when I was 18. Um, I don't think anything was out of control at that point yet. Um, you know, I say that after drinking for like a whole year. <laughs> um, you know, at first it was normal college partying. Um, and then it slowly became, you know, hey, somebody come over tonight so we can party and I can drink. Um, you know, and then I went through a breakup um, and I just let it consume me. Um, mm. You know, I started drinking my feelings. I started drinking at problems. Um, I gave up a lot of responsibilities and was able to just live in this like party life all the time. You know, you work in a restaurant during the day, party every other second. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was when I was about 21, 22 and at 22, I got a DUI. Um, mm. now how do you, yeah. had you graduated college at that point? No, no, okay. I hadn't. I was on a hiatus. Okay. <laughs> mostly due to this stuff. Um, yeah, I got the DUI when I was 22, so December 2012. And I remember that I did not drink for a whole day because the day after was Halloween. And, of course, that's my favorite, so I wasn't going to skip out on that. Um, so that was the extent of the lesson learned, wow. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it took quite a while I did go back and I was able to finish college. I got back into the relationship that I had broken up with before my now husband. Um, and he encouraged me to kind of get some stuff together. I got some stuff together, <laughs> but I was still drinking, um, mm. a lot and toward the end. So I would say 2015, 2014, um, around there, it got pretty bad. Mm. Um, where I was like, oh, it's so much fun. Let's drink in the morning. Or I'm having a great time. I want to celebrate with this. You know, there was no event or activity that was without alcohol. Like I would skip activities that did not involve them. Or if I could, I would sneak it in. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. looking back on it now, I'm like, girl, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't seem so bad then. But now um, it does. And then April, well, really, it would be March 31st, 2016, I, like many other occasions, got drunk on my break at work um, in the restaurant, and I came back, took it a little too far. I was, there were parts where I blacked out mm. on the job, mm. and they sent me home, naturally, as they should have, and I remember thinking, like, ooh, that was a bit much probably shouldn't do that again. And, um, going in the next day and they're like, Hey, let's, let's have a talk. Yeah. And I'd already seen that I was not on the floor that night or scheduled. So I'm like, Oh, 
shit. <laughs> um, and two of the managers took me back into the little dining room area, and um, they said, you know, what was going on yesterday? Um, you know, I looking back at your file, I see this has happened before. Mm. Obviously, it had. And um, they said, we're going to have to let you go, Allie. And I remember welling up in tears, asking if it was an April Fool's joke, because that was April 1st, knowing, of course, it was not. Um, and then driving home, calling my dad weeping, saying that I lost my job. I don't know what to do. I don't know how I could quit drinking. And <laughs> what he said to me, I'll always remember, he's like, you're going to look back on this moment and be so thankful. And he was absolutely right. Mm. Um, so went home, blacked out again, and then woke up and have not had a drink since. Um, now, up until that point, how how had this been affecting your family and your and your now husband, but like a boyfriend at the time? Yeah. Um, well, I think my family, since they lived about an hour and a half away, my mom, dad, and stepmom, they knew it was an issue, but when I saw them, it was pretty much special occasions. So, you know, one drinks at special occasions. Yeah. So yeah. they, they knew I was taking it too far. They were clearly unhappy with the DUI. Um, I think that, you know, looking back, they too now realize how bad it was and um, probably would have intervened at some point, but you know, I wasn't ready yet. So it wouldn't have yeah. done anything. Yeah. Um, Josh, he, uh, <laughs> that poor man <laughs> he had to deal with yeah um you know despite the fact you know of the breakup um you know a lot of things i said that i regret were from you know the truth serum mm -hmm. um you know once we got back together you know he had to deal with me getting very emotional at times um just basically acting like a fool in front of his friends because i'm super drunk you know, feeling like he had to not have fun himself to take care of me yeah. and to explain away my behavior to other people. Um, you know, we actually had a discussion about this about a month ago and he said, he's like, yeah, I knew that it was a problem, but I also knew I was going to marry you. So I held on because I knew you were worth it and I knew that you were still in there. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it made me cry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, about to make me cry. That's really beautiful. So, when you called your dad at that point, was it was it somewhat a surprise to them, or had they been kind of hoping that that this was going to come at some point? I think that they were hoping it would come. Okay. Um, I don't so know. It wasn't yeah. total surprise. It was not, and yeah. you know, based on the behavior they had seen, you know. It wasn't like a shocked Pikachu face. You know, everybody kind of knew <laughs> this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, my my father later said, he's like, that place was going to kill you, yeah. you know, working in that environment. Um, so they weren't very surprised. Yeah. I think that they were worried that sobriety wouldn't catch on right away. Um, you know, as every, you know, family member or loved one of an addict you yeah. know, you never know. You're holding your breath for quite a while. Um, so they were, you know, supportive and hopeful for me. Um, but yeah, definitely not surprised. Yeah. 
So so you um, get fired. You have your one last bender. You wake up the next day. You don't drink. So what happens after that? I look up AA meetings or twelve step program meetings. Yeah, it's fine. You I'm... can say what okay. you can say whatever you want. It's <laughs> yeah, your story. Um... So you're not. I always say you're not promoting or denying anything. You're just telling your story. And if well, uh, and if a certain twelve step program is a part of that, you can name that if you need to or want to. Okay. So yeah, I looked it up. I knew obviously something had to change. You know, just got fired from my job for getting drunk. Like. You can't really bounce back from that with a party or anything. Yeah. So I, I looked up AA meetings near me. And, you know, at this point, I'm lucky that I did not get a, a big physical withdrawal, which is surprising to me, actually. Um, but, you know, just the normal, like, feeling icky in your body. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't, not quite the shakes, but just that uneasy feeling in your bones. Um, plus the nervousness in general. Um, so I packed it up and went to an AA meeting and it was Saturday night, almost positive Saturday night. It was a speaker meeting. Um, I sat down totally afraid, you know, thank goodness it was a smokers meeting because I smoked at that time and I was essentially chain smoking like a shaking As we all were in our first yeah, meeting. Yeah, uh, well, yes, yes, absolutely. I, well, that wasn't, you know, abnormal. Yeah. Um, I remember that um, the super tall man, like, looked over at me and said, Hi, you're pretty. So am I. It was Scott. Uh, oh, gosh. I love <laughs> rest it. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, yes and sir. I'm like, ha, 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 I'm an alcoholic. Like, I didn't know what to say. Um, he's like, well, I'm glad you're here. Um, you know, and... As with every newcomer, well, I imagine, um, I was terrified, but I felt very invited in, um, you know, the little sayings that we all collect and hang on to seemed very new at the time, you know, that just for today, don't drink, Yeah, blew my mind. (laughs) I'm like, I only have to worry about now and not forever. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, one day at a time. I never, never would have thought like that. I'm a very, very all or nothing person. So, you know, I guess that aided me some in committing to sobriety. Mm. But, you know, after drinking so heavily for years, I really didn't know if I could do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 Now, what, um, so... Who or what were places or things that helped you in your in getting sobriety? Um, definitely my now husband, boyfriend mm-hmm. at the time. Um, you know, he'd he'd seen the whole train wreck and was help helping pick up the pieces and just being there for me helped. Um, you know, he hadn't really dealt with anybody with addiction before. Um you know, he wasn't sure the right thing to say, right thing to do, but everything he did was perfect for me. Yeah. You know, I kind of needed someone to hold my hand, tell me it was going to be okay, that they were proud of me. I was doing this and, you know, we'll continue to be there. Um, going to AA was incredibly helpful in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, just used to be filled a room with alcoholics. You know, that was just like a bar every Saturday night, <clears throat> you know. 
but now a room filled with alcoholics were people that weren't drinking. Yeah. And it was remarkable to physically see people who have gone through what I'm going through at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel very isolated in everything. Mm-hmm. And just to see and hear people knowing you're not alone and that they did it, they got sober, Yeah, was remarkably encouraging. I I remember someone from those rooms telling me um, that I wasn't special. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she, um, it was Sharon, and she, she was like, dude, you're not special. Like, you're not the only one who's done any of the things that you've done. All of us have done it. Like, so just like saddle so up, true. get over here, open your mouth, and just like start talking. Like, yeah. like, okay. Like, and Absolutely. you know, it's one, yeah, it's one of the, it's, it's such a basic thing, but it's so true. It's just like, you aren't special. You have a community around you. That's what that means at that moment. Yeah. It's like, you have people here. You're not alone. Like, it's so good. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the, the straightforwardness, like what she said to you, you know, really helped in the beginning. You know, I was, of course, very emotional in the beginning. So it kind of helped to hear things straight away. Yeah. To hear like blunt things like this is what's up. Yeah. But you don't have to do it alone. That is such a great way to put it of like of that. We are so emotional at the beginning that we need that like straightforward. Just boom. Here it is. Like, don't overthink it. You know, just yeah. this is it. So This is it. And this is what you need to do. Like yeah. literal steps written down. So yeah. <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I was able to get a sponsor too fairly quickly. Um, she was my sponsor the entire time. Um, she was, is, you know, super outgoing and, you know, everybody said, look for a sponsor, listen for a sponsor. She came up to me. She's like, you working with anybody? Nope. Want to work with me? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so she was always very helpful specifically. And then, you know, the friends I made along the way, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were yeah. incredibly helpful. Um, and the friends that stuck with me. Now, I'm sure you really, you realize who's really your friend mm-hmm. when you get sober. Yeah. You know, it turns out I had party acquaintances and not close friends as I thought. Yeah. Um, you know, very, very few people are still around me today or, you know, that I contact that I would say I'm good friends with. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as people uh, from before you got sober. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's awkward for them. You know, they're used to hard drinking Allison and now they feel like they can't do anything in front of me Yeah. or, you know, that they're going to trigger me, which, you know, maybe they would have, maybe it's a good thing they didn't. Um, but yeah, the ones that stuck with me really, really important in my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then Allison, so you come to today where are you in life right now? Where am I in life? Somewhere I never thought I would be seven years ago. Um, I am now a wife and married for five years to the Mm -hmm. love of my life. Um, I'm a mother, which I specifically remember being drunk at work once saying that if I ever have a kid, you know, it was an accident. And I said that because I didn't think I could stop drinking for a pregnancy. Yeah. Um, There you go. And, that's that's why I didn't want to have a child 
But then, you know, getting sober, being married, I'm like, oh, man, that baby fever bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she's the greatest decision of my life. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was rough being pregnant in a pandemic. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, talk about like triple isolation, sobriety, pregnancy, and, you know, quarantine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Was, yeah. But, um, yeah, being her mom is the greatest thing. Um, I am working where I can write. Um, I'm actually using my English degree, which I mm-hmm. never thought I'd be able to, um, you know, after getting a, a just claims adjuster job in insurance and you know, working my way up. And now I'm a marketing and communication specialist. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I still look around and I'm like, oh, they're going to figure out that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Amen. Um, I think that every day at my job, I'm always syndrome. like, I love this job so much. I don't want yes. them to figure out. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, even my, my new boss, she's cool enough to where I can mention stuff like that to her. And she just said, Allison, trust yourself. Yeah. Exactly. You do know what you're doing. Exactly. Like, okay. If you say so. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's remarkable, you know, just obviously life isn't what it used to be. I don't go to concerts on weekdays cause that's ridiculous. You know, I don't stay out at all. If I even go out at all, yeah, you exactly. know, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm that old lady now where I'm like 10 o'clock it's bedtime. Why am I not asleep yet? Mm-hmm. You know, back when that's when the party would start, like, blows my mind that my body was ever capable of surviving that time in life. Um, but yeah, when they say your wildest dreams, you know, your wildest dreams might be going to sleep at 10 o'clock or waking up early to have a cup of coffee or, you know, going to a restaurant for food instead of just drinks. Yes. You know, yeah. Looking, looking for children's clothes, going to target, you know, all these things don't sound wild, but I never thought that I would have this. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I love it. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds to me like that's why you're sober. Yes. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can say part of it is for the people I love, but it's for me mm-hmm. because I actually like myself again. Mm. Um, you know, I I feel like the person right before I got sober, I don't know who that is or was. That mm. doesn't seem like me, but I know it was. And, you know, have to remember that, you know, to yeah. keep me where I am today. Yes. Yeah. I was talking with somebody earlier about, um, you know, uh, t- the 12 step work and um, going out and sharing the good news of what's been done in us with others and how, um, how in order to do that, we have to remember what we went through because we have to tell them why we have good news. And that can be difficult, but that now we have the community and the love around us to be able to walk through those things every day. Yes. You know, we need to be the people now who at the very beginning for us were like, Hey, this sucks, but you're here and you're going to get through it because look where I am now. Yep. The it's, experience, strength, and hope. 
it's the doing for others what we couldn't do for ourselves because others did for us what we couldn't do for yes. ourselves. 100%. Amen. Well, Allison, thank you so much for doing this. It was yeah, such a pleasure absolutely. to talk with you. I know. I miss you very much. Thank you for including me in all this. Absolutely. I miss you too. Well, thank you for sticking around and listening to Allison's story. I hope you enjoyed it as much as always as I enjoy interviewing everybody. I don't know how to say it differently, but I just really am loving this project and getting to talk with various addicts and getting to have new people come into my life and gaining new friends, but reconnecting with wonderful people who I have known in my life and are now on this uh, sobriety journey together. So uh, this week, like I said, we just listened to Allison and next week we're going to hear from another friend of mine from the groups down in Florida, but my friend Kathara, uh, Kathara is so funny. And, um, I just always had a blast hanging out with her and being with her. So I, again, am just so blessed that I have so many wonderful people who are coming on and contributing their stories. Again, if you would like to tell your story, I would love to talk to you. You can get in touch with me at my website, which is whyareyousober.org, or you can email me at sam at whyareyousober.org. If you happen to be questioning stuff, if you are struggling or just need to talk to someone, you can also get in touch with me. Uh, you can also find me on social media. I'm out there on Facebook, Instagram. And uh, with that, that's it for today, guys. I hope you all have a wonderful week. And I'm wishing you a whole lot of peace, love, and joy. Bye. Bye.